0: Have you ever gone to your doctor's appointment, or endocrinologist, or whoever you see for your diabetes management, and thought to yourself, there's just no way that you fully understand, fully grasp what it's like to live with type 1 diabetes? Now today I want to get into three questions that you should be asking your endo, and how my endocrinologist appointment went just last week. Let's get into our theme song. All right, so last week we made the road trip down to San Diego for us. That's about two and a half to three hours of driving. Not ideal, but not terrible. But when you consider it's just to see my endocrinologist, it gets a little bit more frustrating, right? Now, uh, I've probably made some complaints in the past about endocrinologists, about doctors that you might be familiar with. But I want to assure you, this is not the same endo that I used to see. She is fantastic. There are a few good endos, few good doctors out there, absolutely, and that is why I still drive three hours to this day to get to my endocrinologist appointments, because I don't want to lose her. Uh, and my wife's like, "Why don't you just get one where we live now?" And I'm like, "You don't understand how hard it is to find an endo like this." And honestly, it's for me because I want somebody who I can have a conversation with. And this is not to to brag at all, but it's very rare that I come across somebody as curious about type 1 diabetes, about metabolic disorders and different paths that we can take within diabetes study than myself you know there's just not very many people out there that I can have that conversation with because my brain is wired in, in such an analytical way and my endocrinologist is very similar to that where we both bounce questions off of each other we can ask about you know how is insulin sensitivity related to our diet how do different variables come into play as we look at the exercise paths, the the metabolic pathways, the uh, dietary constraints that people put on themselves, how to manipulate insulin pumps, all these different conversations, action, timing of insulin. It's so much fun for me, which I know makes me sound a little bit insane, (laughs) but I don't want to lose that. So I've held on to this endocrinologist for years now, even though I've moved many times. And uh, when you find a good endo, you, you hold on to them. You do whatever it takes to keep them. But today I want to talk to you about three questions that I ask my endo, and you should be asking yours as well. Now, in my endocrinologist appointment, uh, she kind of flipped through my paperwork real quick. We downloaded my pump, my CGM. She glanced over the first page, set all of the pages down since our last visit, which honestly I can't remember when our last visit was, and said, You know, I don't have to look at your paperwork. You're one of my best patients. And uh, how's life? <laughs> and, she, and she does a great job at her job. So this is not her ignoring my diabetes. She just knows that I am very particular very precise about my diabetes management. She gives a quick glance at my numbers, ups and downs, like how often are you going low, high, uh, you know, bolus, ba- bolus basal, are these rates set correctly? And she knows they are. And she's like, look, uh, everything looks great. You're incredible. So, what else? You know, we talk about like, oh, what's new in our lives? Oh, we moved, and you know, I have a conversation, and it inevitably gets into a conversation about diabetes. And you know, of course, it does, right? But not necessarily about my diabetes, but about diabetes in general. What studies are on the cusp of you know d- developing new studies and new research opportunities and uh, new strategies for diabetes, new technology. We talked about new pumps versus new insulin versus new delivery methods, and it was wonderful having these conversations with her and diving deeper into diabetes as a whole and not just how it affects me right but the three questions that i run through in my head and yes i do take notes before i go to the endocrinologist it's important that you show up with notes because you've likely done what i did in the past which is you show up with tons of questions you get about halfway through the appointment your mind goes blank and you're like huh I know I had questions for you. Just hold on a second, please. And they're like, uh, I got to go to my next patient. I got I to go. And you're like, I, I have a question, though. I just can't remember what it was. And then the second that door closes behind you, as soon as you take off, you remember your question, but it's too late. Now you got to wait till your next appointment, right? So what I encourage you to do first thing, this is just a bonus little lesson, write down your questions, write down your data, write down anything you want to bring to this appointment, because the second you walk through that doctor's office door, It's like a force field of memory loss. You're gonna forget what you were there to ask in the first place. So, first thing, write down your questions, okay? That's your little bonus. Now, the first question I want you to ask and be ready to ask is, what's been going on? And what do you need help with now, okay? And not necessarily like, hey, what's been going on? Like, No, what's been going on in your life, me, you, and what do we need help with right now? And you show up and say, oh my goodness, uh, my my high blood sugar has been super high in the mornings. I noticed there's a spike every single morning. I just can't figure it out. What are your thoughts? And ask them to help you figure this out, okay? Not just to make a change in your pump, but to help you figure it out, to work through it together, right? The more you understand, the better you are going to be able to do this on your own outside of their office because guess what? They don't live with you. You're not gonna have access to them 24 seven. So you have to learn how to do this on your own. First step to that is ask or present them with data and say, okay, I've been going high every morning. Yes, this requires that you be your own best advocate by collecting data, by doing your own homework. What? I have to take care of my own diabetes? Are you kidding me? Yes, it's your diabetes. Nobody should care about your diabetes more than you, okay? And they never will, honestly. If they ever care more than you do about your own diabetes, something's seriously wrong and it's not going to go well long term. Like you're going to end up with Complications or like just a really rough roller coaster ride of diabetes blood sugars, right? So, first thing, show up with what's going on, present that data and say, What do you think? Here are my thoughts, what do you think? I have high blood sugars every single morning, what do you think? And your endo might be like, Well, are you still eating those cupcakes every single day for breakfast? <laughs> and you're like, No, 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 I stopped doing that last week. And they'd be like, Okay, cool, uh, maybe it's not a phenomenon. And you're like, Oh, what's that? And this is where the second question comes into play. Why? What's that? Curiosity. Now it could be, what's that? Asking for more information about their thoughts, right? Like, Hey, it could be non phenomenon. Don't just say, Oh yeah, of course, Dom phenomenon. Right. And then walk away, not knowing what that is. You need to know what they're talking about. If what they're saying sounds like a foreign language to you, it's not going to help because you're not going to know what to do or what to research or what to implement into your lives. Now, if they give you an idea, Oh, it's probably Dom phenomenon. Uh, that is, you know, when your blood sugars rise due to a liver dump in the mornings, and glucose causes the blood sugar rise. Oh, cool! That makes sense. And he goes, "So what we're gonna do is we're gonna change your basal rates before you wake up at X, Y, Z time by this percentage." Cool. And that's where you gotta go. No, 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 not cool. Why? Ask why. Be curious. Ask why are we making those changes. And if you have a good endo doctor, whatever you see, and if they have time, of course. Sometimes they're rushed, unfortunately. Sometimes you got 10 minutes, (laughs) but if they have time, say, why, why are we doing that? And they should be able to explain to you why they're making basal shifts, why your bolus ratios are changing, why exercise impacts blood sugars. And unfortunately, I have to insert a little caveat here. Most endocrinologists, most doctors, most medical professionals are not at a place right now where they can teach you about blood sugars being impacted by exercise or food. The biggest thing they know is that exercise does impact blood sugars and that food, well, only carbohydrates impact blood sugars, which we know, right, is not true. It's, it's actually carbs and fats and proteins, right? And exercise whew, can go either way, up or down. There's a lot of new information out there that they might not be aware of, but it's still important to ask why. Figure out why they're doing things. What is their thought process? And can they explain the science behind it to help you Have a deeper understanding of these situations so that why so that you can make your own decisions outside of the doctor's office they can make changes that day but what happens if they don't work two days later what happens if in two weeks blood sugars go and just get flipped upside down you need to have a deeper understanding of what they did and why so that you can make more changes on your own or at the very least have an idea of why they made changes so you can present that data back to them in an email or a phone call And say, hey, that thing you did didn't work long term. Um, Here's what I think is happening. What do you think? And start the process over again. What do you think? Why are you doing that? And the third question you want to ask, or rather even just present, is what are you curious about? And present that as a question to them. What can you learn in that appointment that will help you further your progression of diabetes management understanding and strategies? So for me, for example, I walk in there, we talk about you know, the breakdown of fat in our body, we talk about different exercises and how that can impact insulin sensitivity. We talk about different types of insulin, the action timing of insulin, how long it lasts in your body, the different factors that impact blood sugar drops and blood sugar rises. So I get real curious, but for you, I want you to at least think of one thing that you can be curious about. Hey, the, uh, the insulin pump that I'm on, is this the best thing for me right now? Is there a newer option? Hey, the type of insulin that I'm taking, do I need to be taking this? Is there another option for me? Hey, um, should I be logging my blood sugars? And if so, where do you think is the best time to start in the day? Right? Get curious about what can further your personal progression of knowledge and understanding within diabetes. Okay. So step one, what's going on now? Ask them their thoughts. Step number two, ask them why, why do you think that, right? Be a kid. Why, why? 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 Until it's annoying. Get that deeper understanding so you know the way they think. You can understand how to reproduce those thoughts, those actions in your own diabetes choices. And number three, be curious. Ask them questions about the future, about other options, about if you're doing things right, about what her other or his other, my endocrinologist is a female, about what their other patients are doing. What are other strategies that are working right now? Right. Get curious. And with those three questions, you can frame what's going on now. How do I fix it? Well, how did that fix it? Why did it work? How do I reproduce that? And get curious so I can know what can I do in the future to better my success rates within diabetes management. All right, I wanted to add in a quick little context. And I mentioned earlier that my endo is curious. That's one of the reasons why she continues to build on top of her existing education and we get to have those incredible conversations about what's working, what's next, what's new. And I mentioned this next piece for two reasons. One, because I want to show you how curiosity can lead to new strategies, new information, new implementation. But two, let's just be real, it's a little bit of bragging rights. (laughs) So my endocrinologist actually asked me for my input on one of her patients. And not, she didn't give me any names or like exact situations, because obviously that's illegal, right, HIPAA. But she gave me kind of the surrounding situation using a generic example of like, okay, if XYZ happens, What would you do? What would you tell someone in this situation and what would you recommend they do with their diabetes and their blood sugars to stay stable like you've done with yourself? And I took a moment inside and I was just like, ah, I was like freaking out because like my endocrinologist is asking me, her patient, for my advice on what she should tell her patient. And I was like, ah, this is so cool. Because not only of course do I get bragging rights for like a medical professional coming to me for advice, but she is so curious that she is open-minded to hearing new strategies, new thought processes on how to take care of diabetes, right? And was a conversation that her and I had last year about proteins and fats and how they should be taken into consideration when dosing for a meal that she now talks to her patients about pr- fats and proteins. Because of the conversation that we had, she became aware that those can also be brought into the equation when dosing insulin for food because of her curiosity. She became a better endocrinologist. This is why I can't give her up. This is why I'm still driving three hours to go see her because she's that incredible, that curious. And of course, bumped up my ego quite a bit to have my opinion asked, uh, my my recommendations sought after within diabetes management from medical professionals. And uh, it's always nice to hear that as well. And this is just the the amazing relationship that we have, why we can have these high-level conversations of advanced diabetes strategies in order to help her keep her patient's time and range improving and improving and improving their a one cs lowering and lowering because she can have conversations like that with myself so yes curiosity can improve the outcomes not only patients but also medical professionals curiosity is an incredible tool to use and you should never stop asking why never stop wondering what's next how can I grow how can I improve because that it's how you continually reach new heights, greater heights than you ever thought were possible. And I'll tell you one quick funny story before I have to hop off today. Uh, when my endocrinologist and I were getting deep into these conversations about you know, the intricacies of diabetes management and how no one has the exact same variation, we all have different variables in our lives that can cause fluctuations in blood sugars, she kind of leans back in her chair and goes, man, if only there were some magic formula for blood sugar control, right? <laughs> and I had to laugh because that, she doesn't know, of course, that we actually teach a formula <laughs> for blood sugar control. I laughed at I looked at my watch and I'm like, there's, there's no, actually, I don't even have a watch. This is completely different. I looked at my phone and I was like, I don't have enough time to explain to her like the, the actual 80-20 blood sugar formula that we use, right, for myself, for my clients. And, and she looked at me and, and after she had her laugh, It was like, I think the reason that you're so well-controlled all boils down to self-discipline. And of course, I I partially agree with that. But the other side of my self-discipline, of course, is grounded in the 80-20 blood sugar formula. And while she may not know the, the ins and outs of that formula, she may not know each and every individual piece of what we teach, her curiosity can get her there. Just like your curiosity can get you to better blood sugar management and deeper understanding of why blood sugars are going all over the place, different times of day, night, surrounding activities or food or stressors or family or whatever it is, your curiosity is going to help you get there. And if you are curious, speaking of, of the 80-20 blood sugar formula that we do teach because there is a literal formula for blood sugar control surrounding your daily life, your activities, exercises, and movement, your meals, different types of meals, and more flexibility behind what you eat. If you wanna know more about that, if you're curious about how a formula-driven, more analytical side of diabetes management is run, check out the 80-20 blood sugar formula at diabetesinaction.com. It's a free training that I did recently where I go over some of my strategies. It's a little bit more advanced the one I cover here. But in that training, you'll learn some new strategies that I think you'll find useful. So go check it out, diabetesinaction.com. Remember, bring those three questions to your endo, okay? Be curious. Take the initiative to take your life back with diabetes. And I'll see you over at the training at diabetesinaction.com. Have an amazing day and keep up the fight.